All right, welcome back for episode five. Today we're going to talk about hoarder houses. Um, so this is a fun one. We've we've had some some up close and personal experiences. Spencer actually bought one of these, and Very we up close and personal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that. You bought a hoarder house. We bought one. Yep, yeah. and we've sold several and have lots of experiences with that. So we're going to talk a little bit about the mentality behind it, kind of what causes it. And then what we do to help in these situations and, and how we can really benefit um, those that we serve there. So let's start out. Spencer, why don't you tell us a little bit about your, your buying experience? So our very first house, um, it was right in the, right in the, right before everything started to shoot up during COVID. Um, we were at that point where um, we wanted to buy our first house and we had our neighborhood picked out as kind of the neighborhood that I grew up in and everything. And couldn't really find anything in our price range. And then we found out about this lady in, in our church congregation that was planning to move in with her daughter and uh, out in Tennessee. And um, we, she's like, yeah, come over and check out the house and see how much it's worth. And um, I do need to sell it, whether it's to you or on the market. I'd, I'd love to for you to help me. And so we went over there and um, we walk in the house and we're like, okay, it wasn't so there's there's a few in my mind there's a few categories of hoarders there's like you have your hoarders that just they're not dirty per se they just I've have never used saying this before they weren't they, a dirty hoarder yeah they just have a ton of stuff mm-hmm. and in this case it was like uh you could have fit five hobby lobby stores <laughs> in this house so like crafting material everything from like picture frames wrapping paper scissors i think there's still like you know those little fluff balls that you can like glue to construction paper like liam comes up from the basement like stuff i'm like where the heck did you find this and it's like stuffed somewhere in a closet that we anyway must have bought a huge house then Five Hobby Lobby. Freaking stores. huge. Three <laughs> bedrooms total. No. <laughs> so um, just a lot of stuff. No, yeah, house. no, just okay. And it was a, it's a good size house. It's a foot a bigger footprint because it's a ranch style home. It's like um it's about four thousand square feet total. So good I mean it's a good size house for the neighborhood and um but overall just a lot of stuff. So we go in there and we're like, hey, you know, this is about how much it's worth. If you're to do the updates, here's what it's gonna look like. Um and uh, she just, she's like, I don't want to show it because I don't want to have to to get rid of all this stuff, which is a very common uh, thing to hear from from people that are have a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get rid of it. I don't want to have to clean it out. Yep. Done. Okay, so we, we made our deal and we're like, here's what we'll do. We'll come in at this price and then we'll just, we'll help you clean it all out. And we went through four 30-yard dumpsters. Mm-hmm. So do you know what a 30-yard dumpster is? I've got one in my driveway. Yeah. It's like one of the biggest ones you can get. Oh, yeah. I think there's one more bigger than that. Yep. Um, which is a 40-yard. Take up your whole the whole length of your driveway in yep. one car. <clears throat> yeah. Wouldn't even fit my driveway. We rent one yeah. of those for our club cleanups twice a year. Yes. They fill it. The size of a one suburban of XXL. Yeah, they use yeah. like they don't even use that size for roofing jobs. Like it's this one is major construction jobs, so we filled four so of those. So now I'm getting sad. So none of this stuff was even saved. She just threw it all away. Well, here's the problem is like a lot of it could have been saved. But here's here's <laughs> and I 
I'm painting this lady as like not nicely, but she is, and she is a beautiful person. She's a really nice lady. Mm-hmm. We love her to death. She was a very close friend of ours and, and uh, still is. Um, but it was really hard for her to let go of a lot of this stuff. And we ended up even filling a semi truck trailer full of her stuff to move to Tennessee. So it was on top of that, on top of the four dumpsters we filled was another semi truck trailer load mm-hmm. of, I can't remember what the, the size of the trailer was, but it was Big. enough to so move two families. On. Yep. And so anyway, um, <clears throat> it was a project and a half. Um, we got a great house and we love that house and we'll never get rid of that house. Yeah. Um, even if we move, we're going to hold on to it and rent it out. Um, but, uh, great house, walkout basement, quarter acre. Um, there were a few things we had to do, just rebuilt the deck on it and, um, got a brand new roof on it and things like that. So, uh, but it was not an easy, not an easy job, um, to get through the under contract process. Like it took us a long time to get in the house. We gave her a full 60 day P, uh, post-closing occupancy, um, after a 30 day close. <clears throat> so she had 90 days, which, and I probably shouldn't say this, but we ended up having to go more than the PCOA, the post-closing occupancy. Cause she wasn't, she wasn't moved out yet. And yeah. we were over there almost every day throwing stuff away and saying, do you want this? Yeah. Do you want this? Toss it, keep yeah. it, whatever. And, and people was, will pay for convenience, right? And yeah. So I think that the, the, especially someone with a, a bit of a hoarding mentality will pay even more for, for yeah. convenience and timing flexibility. So that was a good move. And I can gladly say, I can gladly say, because my, my biggest thing was I, I don't want to cheat this sweet lady out of what her home is worth. Mm-hmm. So we kind of took into account, we came to an agreement of like, this is what we'll pay you for it and we'll help you get all this stuff out. But keep in mind, we're going to, we'd like to come down just a little bit Mm -hmm. because we are going to have to do a lot of work here. Just like we would with, like if you found stuff in an inspection, like it's it's almost a a concession. It is a ton of work. It's a lot of work and we are still working on that. How long has it been? It's been over a year. A year, it was a year in, uh, wait, Two years? Yeah, it's been two, know. right? It, two years. Yeah, um, and uh, it's it's been a been a process. I mean, we have we got to redo all the flooring eventually, and and uh, we got to paint we got to paint inside and outside. Uh, funny story is my daughter prayed for a pink house <laughs> for us to move in, and that's what she got is a pink house <laughs> inside and <laughs> out. Both. And what out. promise out. did you make for her? What promise did you make? Uh, that we'd keep it for a year. <laughs> And it's still pink. It's, you have a pink yeah. house. Yeah. Well, some things have gotten in the way. Okay. <laughs> you and John. It's been two years. And it's still I pink. had to build a deck because it was falling apart. It was either pink the safety of my deck. kids or a deck. pink or paint the house. Strawberry shortcake Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. All right. That's nice it. Story. That's that's my story. It's it's still a process. Like I mean, there's still stuff in the backyard that we. Yeah, we just haven't really gotten rid of yet, like some old grills and stuff. It kind of looks a little bit trashy back there sometimes. So my, my story is not nearly as personal. <clears throat> Should I tell my story? Sure. Please. Yeah. So, uh, for the audience, my my daughter and my wife, uh, I have been at this very long. But one of the first listing presentations we went on was with a client who needed to sell and then buy. So it was a two sided deal, which are generally great. But he was a hoarder. And as I was joking earlier, like it was very nice stuff. A lot of it was never out of the box. He wasn't a dirty uh, hoarder, but there was just stuff everywhere. And we were 
trying to solve how are we going to list this house. So from our perspective and the value we provide, we got to sell this house and it gets very, very difficult. So the first plan was we rented a storage unit and hired movers to come move 75% of the house out so that he could still live there, but everything else is gone. And I think, candidly, we just kind of spooked him. It was a yeah. lot to go through. It was 72 hours. We'd hired all this stuff. And he finally said, whoa, whoa I'm not ready for this. So when we regrouped. So, so much so that he walked away from a deposit that he, he did. made to the, to the movers. Very painful. He was we, that spooked by We hired by the same movers stuff. later. Yeah. Uh, so he sure lost money. He did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Um, but when we revisited, we looked at another approach, which is not, it's, you know, I joke with him, mm -hmm. you're buying yourself out of pain, yeah. but you're also getting your house to show that much better to get a higher price point, less time on the market. Yeah. So the program we used was like a bridge loan. So we uh, did a bridge loan against the asset that he owned. We were able to then go buy and then move him in. In the span of 30 days, maybe it was 40 days. So he's paying, not nothing, it was one and a half percentage points mm -hmm. on the value, as I recall. So not nothing, yeah. but you get all the flexibility. He's in a beautiful new home. Yeah. We were able then, and he was, we painted some walls, we scrubbed the, you know, the, the rugs, etc. Yeah. But we essentially had a clean uh, uh, canvas and we staged it, which maybe we talked more about staging. Yeah. Well, and then and just to interrupt real quick, yeah. the, the convenience fee of one and a half percent for our cash pros program that we yeah. have is nothing compared to what you would pay a flipper, right? Uh, you pay oh a flipper gosh. to buy that house. It's a 20% fee. Yeah. yeah. Convenience fee, right? Our, our ours is at one and a half percent to move first and sell later. Yeah. It's so much better than what you would pay for an investor. Very flexible, very fine tuned process. He was able to, you know, he was allowed to grumble a bit because it was not nothing, but I think we more than made up for it. We were on the market for nine days. We had a, a great offer, uh, and, and, and we're on, you know, on our way. Anyway, a different approach, but when we walked in, we're both looking around going, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? There were two table sets. There was cabinets. There was art on every nook, you know, piece of the wall. It's like a, it's a completely different animal yeah. trying to sell totally. and even trying to buy yeah. a hoarder house. Anyway, yeah. it was a great process in the end. He's in a great place. We got a great buyer. So it can be done. So but, where did he end up putting all that stuff? Uh, <laughs> some of it was gone. Yeah. He hired the greatest gal I spent a day with her to do the unpacking. Mm -hmm. So sadly, most of it's in his new place. It's okay. a little more organized. Yeah. And stuff's out. out of the box. Yeah. Some of it was thrown away. Got an unfinished basement to throw stuff. He's got a yeah. lot. So he can clear He swears he's going to finish that. So he's got an unfinished basement. He's got a lot of place to hide it. Yeah. So here's, here's the difference between, well, both these experiences are with, are relatively clean experiences. Mm -hmm. Like when we're talking about the physical yeah. appearance I've, of the house. There's horror stories I've heard of where you're going next. Now, there is the, the opposite end of the spectrum where it's not clean at all. Have you ever dealt with anything yeah. like that? I've walked into multiple, or never tried to sell that. one, yep. or never had the opportunity, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> opportunity is what you want to call it, because yep. it is, I can only imagine mm -hmm. the project of something of that caliber as far as the, 
how uh, the cleanliness and getting it ready for, I mean, those are the kind of things where you get the texts. We've talked about it in the previous episode where you get the texts from the guys who are like, hey, do you have any properties that need to be fixed or flipped or whatever? Yeah. Those are the ones I'd be like, yeah, I do. We're not even going to go to market. Just take it off my hands. <laughs> Give me a good price well, for I don't it. Know. I, I, but, I don't think I'd say yes. Have you ever said no? Sometimes you would. That's that's one reason to, why to, you might. to the listing. Yeah, yeah just, that's, you cannot see a path. Have you done that, Landon? I always feel like there's something we can do to help them. Yeah, you yeah know, absolutely. And, and some resource we can turn to, and and so I want to be sensitive with this because oftentimes, you know, hoarding is is often side by side with either physical or mental ailments. Absolutely. You know, that, that people are going through. They're going through a lot, and you just never know what created that and why they, you know, are the way they are. It could be genetic. It could be you know, that, that trauma, you know, over, yep. over, uh, um, you know, a hundred years, everyone in their family has been like that. It could be a trauma thing, like you said. So, so there's just, you know, we always walk into it. And one of the keys that I've, um, I think is so important as a, as a listing agent is to walk in the door, um, greet them, treat them great. You know, just like you would anybody else walk through the house and don't, don't, um, you know, show any signs of disgust or, um, that it's off putting to you or anything, yeah. you know, yeah. I just walk over stuff and keep on, you know, treading my way through the home and be polite, ask them, Hey, is that okay? If I go here, is that okay? If I go here, sometimes they are very, very, um, uh, not, not possessive, but like sensitive with their stuff because their stuff means so much to them. That's yeah. why they've kept it. Absolutely. And so yep. if you start moving stuff around, a lot of times they don't like that. Mm-hmm. If you think that, Oh, this looks like trash. I'm going to toss it. Whoa, Whoa. That was my magazine. I got <laughs> Four weeks ago that I, yeah, yeah that's, yes. that's a big deal to me. You know, that was my whole Christmas plan. Um, yep. Like there's just, there's, there's, you got to treat things differently. And, and I think just being respectful is the, is the main thing and being really positive and, and not being discouraging when you walk through a place like that. I remember walking in. Cause again, as I said, I was pretty new to this game and I was watching you cause I walked in and some of those, you know, thoughts come across like, Oh my God, this is, what are we going to do, et cetera? And I just looked at his face and he was cool and said exactly what you just said there. May yep. I? Can I? Is it okay if? Yep. And it went great. Anyway, he's a, a, I think he'll remain a good friend. We went yeah. through a lot together. It was hard, but it was great for him. Great yeah. learning for me. Yeah. It was a path. We found a path. I, uh, yeah, and hopefully I didn't seem insensitive there. But yeah, I, f- I, I feel like I did. <laughs> but I, yeah, and, you know, when it comes to our profession, our job is to make it the best experience possible for everybody to treat everybody as equal and and because we all are um but i guess where i was coming from was more of the uh like it's a lot of work it it is a lot of work and and yeah when you're dealing with that's exactly the same thing that we dealt with um our our seller was Mm -hmm. she was so attached to to everything and which is fine i get it like i have a ton of stuff too that i don't want to throw away but it's just sitting there doing nothing and so when we would ask her like hey can we throw this away? She's like, no, 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 no. Like, I, that's, that's from like this year. And this is what it means to me. She, they had a purpose. She had a purpose for everything. She had a purpose for buying every single thing in that house. Yeah. And it's not, it's something that we can't necessarily understand Mm -hmm. fully. And so our job is to go in there, present the facts of what we're looking at in a kind manner. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's not to say it's, it's, you know, we don't have our work cut out for us on those. They're, they're, they're hard just because of, the time it takes to get them ready yep, to sell for sure. And I think the interesting thing too is, is people that, that are involved with hoarding, they often are 
our pet people too, because oftentimes <laughs> they don't have a lot of guests that come over to their house with them. And so their best friends are their animals. And, and so I've seen a lot of things as far as that goes too, um, with, with just homes yeah. where I've walked through and seen, you know, dog poop on the carpets, on the floors that just hasn't been picked up for, for months. And, and that's, you know, there's smells that go along with that. There's, mm-hmm. there's all kinds of stuff. I remember asking one seller that I was working with this year, I just said, uh, I said, can I borrow your pooper scooper to help you in the backyard and I'll, I'll pick, pick up the poop for you. So it looks better and offered to do that. And she said, I, I've never owned one. And she had a couple dogs, and uh, <laughs> you looked in the backyard and said, "No, I guess you haven't." Well, yeah, and they're like, "You own everything else." <laughs> no, the one thing, <laughs> but not a pooper scooper. So you know, there's just things that just you know, blind spots that just are not quite there in their minds, and and so you know, we do our best to to serve. We are in a service industry, so we, we want to help these people, and and um, and there's a way to go about it. I mean, our vocab- vocabulary has to be different. It's not. Hey, we want to throw this stuff out or get rid of this. They don't want to hear that. They oh, want to yeah. hear, uh, let's relocate. Where can relocate. 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 There's a process. It's right. less scary. It's, it's, we're yeah. not getting rid of it. We're moving it to the secondary pile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then later you look and at the we're secondary, go through the secondary pile, pile and yeah. sort through there. Totally. Yeah. And, and we have some great resources for that. So some of the things that we can do to help are we've got fantastic um, We'll got junk removal companies, right? Yep. If we were talking to them, we'd call them uh, reallocation reallocation services. of assets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, we've got some great companies that do that. We also have some great companies that come in and they'll help pack, um, kind of like Chad was saying, help help them. Uh, both ends. She pack did both stuff. ends. Yes. Pack and unpack. Yep. Get stuff in boxes for them, um, and then they are usually associated with movers that will help move too. And so that's the nice thing is we've got all the resources to, to make that happen and clear things out. We've got that cash program that they can buy first, get everything into the next house. So it saves them money on storage, you know, and that convenience fee a lot of times is equal to what they would have paid in storage anyways. And You and, take it uh, upon yourself to try to make up mm-hmm. based upon now that I have a clean slate, can I get a higher sell yep. price, which we were and close I, to. I yep. would say... So for all the buyers out there, mm-hmm. uh, never overlook these houses. Mm-hmm. These can be diamonds in the rough. Yeah, like totally. I mean, it's. I know it's hard to look past some of the mm-hmm. the stuff, and like especially when they list it, where it's it. You know, selling as is, for example. Mm-hmm. You see, you see those on the market every once in a while, um, and almost every time I see those come on the market, I'm like, okay. Let's look past it. Let's look at the layout. Let's look at, you know, bedrooms, bathrooms. What do they have here that's going for them? Yep. And if you have the mindset of like, hey, this is a sweet house. The mm-hmm. bones are good. Bones are good. And you can make it your own. That is a prime opportunity, mm-hmm. not only to get it for a really good price. So when we're talking like long-term investment, those are some really, really good options because yep. you make it your own and you went from this price that you you got went from a home that you got an incredible deal on that required some work. You put some money into it, and now it's like way over here in appreciation. Yep. They appreciate that much more when you put the work into it, and you always, always, almost always get your money back mm-hmm. plus that. So there's a couple points I want to make, and I think I can make them fairly seamlessly because at least twice you've talked about how people buy and heavily emotional. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we just went through your story where you did not buy a motion. It was the opposite, right? Yet you practically saw the answer. Yep. Um, so people buy for both reasons. More often than not, you have to plan for buying emotionally and prepare. I think we have another episode where we're going to talk about preparing. But our case, the house we've now lived in for 17 years, beautiful house, great bones. There was wallpaper on damn near every wall, and it was not pretty. It was immaculately done. Like the quality craftsmanship was great. It was not pretty. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we were able to see past that, and I feel like we got a great deal back then, and now it's, you know, best investment we've ever ever been part of. Yeah, I feel the same Sometimes way. Sometimes you got to see past the emotion and yeah, see the hundred percent. I feel the same way. We we looked at this house and we're like, man, this is like a perfect house for our little family. We have enough for what we have, plus room to grow, mm-hmm. um, and then we can do whatever the heck we want because everything in here was exactly what the builders put in it. <laughs> It's still like same countertops, same flooring. Um, They may have painted it white at one point, but I would not be surprised if that paint is 20 plus years old. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, they painted the outside. I mean, we have brand new paint on the outside, and I know the painter who did it. Uh, my dad. So <laughs> uh, despite all of his the advisement guy. of like, hey, maybe we should go with a different color. She's like, no, I want pink. So <laughs> we got pink. We got, br- but like. Uh, Shout out to Mike Wilson, by the way. It's just yeah. what a stud. What, what a, a stud. Man. I, He's I a feel like dude. I missed part of the story. So it's pink because you painted it pink. I thought you inherited Indirectly, it yes. Yeah, so my, my dad, like I said, she was a good family your friend. Your dad loves your daughter more than he <laughs> well, loves no. you. So here's the thing, because she's in, she was in our church congregation. Um, we have opportunities to serve those in our congregation and stuff, and this was one of those opportunities. And my dad's like, you know what, Mrs. Seller, uh, like if you need your house painted, I got all – my dad's super handy. That was part of his, his job growing up. Uh, or not grown up, but his, he had, he owned a business and home remodeling and stuff, and he very well versed in all that. So he's like, I got sprayers. We'll paint it for you. Tell me the color you want. And she's like, I want this color. He's like, that's pink. Okay. <laughs> I could argue with you, man. He's like, well, are you sure? It's kind of pink. She argued it was salmon. To each their own. I but, want frosted uh, strawberry from Coral. <laughs> yeah. It's not pink, it's coral. But I can't oh, complain. Yeah. I got a brand new uh, coat of paint on my house, and... We're planning to paint it hopefully this uh, this season, but uh, once we get fifty five plus degrees, we'll start thinking about it. Awesome. Anyway, yeah, a lot of potential. And that's I, I just want to say, like, to finish up, like the the fiduciary responsibility that we have to sellers is so important. And like when we when I ever come across a, a you know a, a someone that's in a position where they may be distressed or a hoarder my first my first thought is always how can we make you the most money on your home and and if they're f- mentally and and financially capable of doing that then we'll give them the game plan and execute it but if they're not um which in some cases is just not possible budget wise or from a mental capacity wise um, they, they don't have that in them. And even with working with family in those situations where there's, they're not, um, capable, you know, those, those times, you know, we have to, to throw a curveball and we have to offer to connect them with some investors or, you know, do some other things so that they can get that convenience that they need. Cause sometimes people will pay a lot of money for that convenience and that's, that is number one for them. But yeah. there are other times where, 
dollar is number one and getting yeah. them top dollar. And so that's what we always will try to do. We will always try to serve their best interests and make sure that they're, they're making either the most money or getting the best outcome for them in their personal situation. And I think that's, that's key, no matter who you're talking to, you're looking to sell a house. So agreed. Awesome. Well, that was a fun one. Um, We'll probably have more to come. Oh yeah, uh, next year. I hope so. We, they're kind of an adventure to deal with. So it's, yeah. it's they always make for uh, for good learning experiences. Yes, I've never had a negative one. Absolutely. So. We talked about story time episodes. That was close to one. Yeah. At some point, maybe we'll just do pure. Your Crazy story. stories. <laughs> great stories. I've got a few of those. Absolutely. And if you know someone who is a hoarder and you're like hesitant to send them to like this agent that just doesn't do that type of property, like send them to us. We love we love working with those people and, and we have the resources. We have odor removal people. We have water mitigation people. We've got everything. Professional you know, organizers. Yeah. Like we've got yeah, junk we, removal. We know stuff. what to do to help them and uh, give them a great experience. So thanks for joining us today um, for episode five, and we'll catch you next time.